Hey folks, Kip Cutler here. Info Sports Now is a fan-made satire comedy entity and is in no way affiliated with any professional sports teams, leagues, or entertainment companies. All characters presented are for entertainment purposes only and do not reflect the beliefs of the actors and actresses portraying them. The time is now. The place is now and this is in this ill sport now Welcome to Info Sports Now, the leader in sports and satire, 100% on the Truth Index. I am your interim host, Cal Cutler, here with your reigning, defending, undisputed host of the truther weight division, Kip Cutler. That's the best fucking intro of all time. And, uh... You may have to start doing them from now on, my man. That's awesome. It's just it's fantastic. Truth. It's just the truth. Today, I've chosen to discuss someone of vital importance in sports. Kip, do you know who this is? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Well, one, that is generic creator wrestler number one. If you're ever playing like a WWE wrestling game. And number two, that's Chuck Liddell. That is Chuck Liddell. <clears throat> now tell me, does his physique scream MMA fighter to you? It was like my physique. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But it is quite a misleading physique. He is one of the best and one of my personal favorite MMA fighters in history. He is credited for bringing MMA into the mainstream and personally, I've credited him with restoring striking as a viable combat option in a sport that at this point is riddled with grapplers. Oh, before we get into all of that, everybody remember, we're on part two of our marathon going on right now. We are. With uh, uh, me and Cal, uh, listen to part one where we talk about the San Antonio Gunslingers. As always, uh, go into our YouTube InfoSports Now and uh, InfoSportsNow.com website. And check those things out. Social media stuff. I really don't do social media very well. But Cal, I'm uh, really, I'm interested. I don't know much about Chuck Liddell. So I'm interested in uh, today. learning a little bit more about him, I guess. You should be. But, but He's one of the greatest of all time. Now, I could be wrong about this. Mm. I feel like his nickname was, oh, like Ice Baby or I. Something like that. We'll get like, into it. Okay, okay. We'll get into it. Um, uh, before we get into that, though, now tell me, when you look at the Chuckster, where does he look like he was probably born? Oh, boy. Okay. So that skull is a heart family skull looking kind of thing with, with the wings. That's a fair point. Um, that's also the kind of, looks like a Hell's Angel thing, but the chosen few, that makes me think white supremacy, but he looks the most Irish. I am good. Okay, I'm not kidding. I'm like serious. It's going to be Boston or North Carolina. You've broken that down pretty well. 
He was actually born in Santa Barbara, California. No. Yes. Yes, he was. I know, right? You wouldn't think. I know. I know. That's why I had to ask you because I'm like, no. Seriously. Seriously. Santa Barbara, California. Not with that shirt you showed me. With that shirt and that hairstyle and that look, that's him. Okay, he had a mohawk. That shirt had, show me, show me a picture again. That, yeah. that shirt had a, uh, okay, it had a skull with red wings around it in the center with his name on front. So it has a, it's a skull with red, with red wings on, on both sides. Yeah. With like a, with a shield and it's making like a helmet in the middle. Right below that helmet, that right below that whole ensemble says "Chosen Few," yes. as if it was white supremacy. Right above it, it says Liddell, and then there's some abbreviation there. Was it FFB? Yeah, yeah, FFB. Yeah, for like, like fucking fuck. Uh, I don't know what was the B stand. What was anything like white supremacy and the B involved? Like, I don't know. I don't know either. Like, fully fucking brown people. There I, you go. Fully. Anyway, completely. He looked absolutely, but I think, a neo-Nazi <laughs> masquerading as an MMA fan would look like. Would look like. And he's not. I mean, he's like, who did this? Who, who came up with this? I don't know. Neo-Nazis. That's what thought came up with that. Crazy. Right? I'm not saying you're wrong. No. I'm a Republican. Absolutely. But boy. Okay, my bad. Keep going. One of my right. favorite people. Anyway. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's one of your favorite people. Absolutely. Absolutely. My kind of guy. My kind of guy. Thank you. I, I bet you're about to tell me how much of a my kind of guy he is. Absolutely. You? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like any kind of guy that I would like. He starts off practicing boxing. And uh, Koakon Karate. Am I, am I going to like him by the end of this? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Probably. Okay. So as he grows, he gets good at wrestling, right? Okay. As any MMA fighter would try to do, right? Okay. He even becomes an NCAA Division One wrestler. Which school, Kip? Okay. He's from Santa Barbara, California. That's correct. You know that now. Oh, boy. Um... Saw his haircut. Mm-hmm. Okay, wrestling is big in like the north and the Midwest. It's like Minnesota, Iowa, North Dakota, Wisconsin. Amateur wrestling is really, really big up there. So it can't be any of those schools. You're doing a great job. It can't be any of those. You're doing a great job. Where is wrestling not big? But he's from California. Correct. Wrestling isn't big there. Probably not. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go with uh UC Poly State. Is that what it is? UC Cal Poly. Poly. Oh, yeah. Holy, holy shit. You nailed it. Cal go Poly. Away. California Polytechnic State University. You got it. Cal. That's where he was. Yep. See, this this is what you get for that seven of the ten fingers thing. I <laughs> I did not look that up. Look at my oh, oh no, Look I believe you. No, okay. I believe you. No, and I also I've known you long enough to know how your mind works. I could see I could see it turning, and I thought to myself, he's gonna come up with it. I was full I, I was it. sure it. it was gonna be like fucking like Arizona State University nope. or something. I man. You nailed it. 
I'm so beautiful. Good at this. You are. That was I. I loved it. Yeah, I see you get for butchering my trivia shit earlier. Ask all stupid questions in the first. In the first, uh, whatever we did the gunslingers. Yeah, it's like seven fingers. Dementia. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, you you nailed it. Um, I'm sorry, Cal. Wait, hold on. Cal Poly has a wrestling program. Apparently so. Hey, you want to know who he's not better than? Who? John Jones. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know that because they've never fought. Oh, oh, they haven't? No. Oh, they haven't? No. Good for Chuck Liddell. (laughs) Good for Chuck Liddell. And thank God because... (laughs) He will Okay, my bad. He did graduate Cal Poly, though. Oh, okay. So I just want to point that out. He did graduate, okay? Probably more John Jones, I don't know. Probably so. John jo- More than half of my friends, I can tell you that much. John Jones will come up. Let's just be clear about that, okay? So, Okay, yeah. A short time later, he involved kickboxing, as most good fighters would, uh, and he started training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You know, because that, all... Everyone does. Everyone does. Because all those pesky fucking wrestlers and grapplers are out there. You gotta be cautious, you know? He's a striker, right. but you gotta be cautious. Um, he was a light heavyweight for most of his career. Uh, the parts that matter anyway. Wait, he was a light heavyweight? He was a light heavyweight. That picture you showed me earlier. <laughs> Wait, how, how tall? You know how tall he is? How tall Chuck Liddell is? We might get into that a little bit oh, later. Oh, okay, too. cool. Yeah, right. it's a, yeah. He, he's average. Um, yeah, he was a light heavyweight. He later, though, in his career became a heavyweight. Uh, oh, there yeah. you go. Okay. <laughs> I should have waited. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's harder to cut weight when you're old, okay? God. Jeez. So, remind our listeners at home, Kip. Uh, what is the maximum weight for light heavyweight? You're asking me. I am. Um. Oh, one eighty nine. Close. I have no 205. idea. Two oh five. That's not close. <laughs> Who's the judge? Okay, me. All right. It was close. It was close enough. All right. I know it's two oh five. It's two oh five. It's two oh five. Wow. Yeah. You know, I have no, I have no idea the weight classes. Are. That's okay. That's all right. And like, it's also it's also different for every promotion and oh, every really? boxing promotion. Wait, really? And that's why there's a problem. Yes. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Like there's not some like set thing on weight limits. No. No. We're gonna have to do a Patreon about that. That's I'm, that's part of the fucking issue. I'm so interested now. Oh, I never look knew at, that. Oh, just even look at boxing. It's terrible. Anyway. That's crazy. Why, it's there, awful. Why is there like some universal agreement on what the weight classes are? I guess because there's no Vince McMahon. I mean, just kidding. His name is Dana White. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> my hero. My motherfucking hero. Dana fucking White. Oh, I love him. I'm Kip Cutler. That's his moniker, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so, there are actual strategic parts to MMA. Which part? The part where Dana White takes all our fucking money? Or- On his part, yes. Okay. <laughs> One of those parts is reach. Oh, okay. Reach is important. Now, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, reach is important. Reach is super important. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. You should remember, size doesn't matter unless it's the length of a limb that can reach out and hit you in the face. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's what I, hey, you know it. Hey, I like my limb, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Long and girthy. <laughs> so... Liddell has a reach of 76.5 inches. Is that good? Is that like a, a good thing? 
let's dive into it. Okay. So reach is measured from the tip of one middle finger to the other with both arms raised in a parallel fashion from the deck or from the ground like this. I was not ready for this fucking explanation. Not, yeah, it's, so it's in depth. It's are, not science. Wait, so are your palms face down or are they face out in the front? Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter? Okay, so just yeah. arms uh, perpendicular to the body. Yep. Okay. Parallel to the ground. Now, there is a debate in the fighting community uh, as to how this is done, and this is where I, just draw, this is where I draw a distinction between fighters and boxers um, because the argument is over whether the measurement should be from closed fist to closed fist or from open hand to open hand, middle finger to middle finger, you know, open-handed. Um, you care to weigh in on that? What do you think? How do you, how do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. Let's go to my opinion. Or I'm not even sure what the weight class is Your opinion are. is important to me and to all of the truther tots. Well, as a uh, professional MMA and fight analyst, which I definitely am. Definitely. Um. Which one is going to hit me first? Is it is, is your middle finger going to hit me first? If you're John Jones, fist going to hit me first. I'm more <laughs> uh, Oh, I poke, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm more interested in which part of your limb is going to get to me. Maybe you should be from the end if you're in boxing. Maybe you should be from the end of your glove, to the end of your other glove because the glove is what's going to tap your face. And maybe for MMA fighter, it should be from your tip of your middle finger, tip of your middle finger. See, your mind, it just works so well. That's how you came up with the answer before. Boxers only punch and hug. You know, I'm not saying boxing isn't competitive. Okay, I'm not saying that at all. Boxing is hard. It's just that MMA is a bit more uh, multidimensional. So, you know, it involves grappling and it involves clinches and takedowns. And so if you have an extra inch, you can like, Clench your fingers together it involves, and take people know, down. Involves and, personalities and what Daniel exactly. White wants to lie about to sell pay-per-view numbers. That is true. That is very, very true. It involves all of that. Daniel stuff. White is the most Republican. He is. He's I, pretty far down there on the Republican index. Dude, he's more Republican than Trump, and that's saying something. That is true. I admire that kind of deception. And, and dedication to deception. Yeah. Douchebaggery. Yeah. Uh triple d oh my goodness he's more cunt hogan than cunt hogan wow and that's i i, I take that back nah no hulk hogan still uh, yeah okay. hulk is okay. yeah hulk is pretty much he's, i'm sorry my bad i mean okay. he's okay yeah. the average reach for a light heavyweight is 76 inches what what how do you know that that's cow i am Cal, a you are fighting a... enthusiast i'm impressed over here my man yeah the... i Average is 76 inches. 76. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. I am as much of a fight enthusiast as I am a separation enthusiast. Um, <laughs> you can't say that. You don't know what I'm separating. It could be jelly beans. Okay? I didn't specify. Cal, Cal, we are living in a cancel culture society, which one is probably why you don't have any, have any listeners. There's no way our algorithm, we're never on the algorithm. No. I don't want to Especially be. Especially comments like that. <laughs> now, don't go back and look at the part where I called all black football players dogs. No, don't. <laughs> don't look at that at all. That's, I don't remember you doing that. Oh, did it happen? No. So, average is 76 inches. He's 76.5. So, he's a little above average. You always want to hear that, right? Well, Chuck Liddell, in most parts of fighting, is a little bit above average. Thank you. He is, which is what helps make him such a great fighter. Okay. So great is the word you use. 
Yeah, great. <laughs> That's that. Yes, he is. Okay, so you can actually come up with a relative score for boxers and fighters to give a nice comparison of numerical values related to their reach and their advantages and stuff like this. Oh, you're about, are, wait, are we doing math? We're about to do a little bit oh, of math here. Fuck. It's okay. You're going to like this math. Um, you're going to like this math and it's pretty easy to do. You can take the height of a person and subtract the wingspan. So for example, there once was a relatively decent black shirt named Muhammad Ali. You might be familiar with him. You might be. I don't know. You might Almost be. Sort of. His height was 78 inches. You then subtract his wingspan, which is 75.2 inches, which gives you a number that we like to refer to as an ape index, which in this case is plus 3.2 inches. <laughs> now... <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Some notable ape indexes would be John Jones, 0.8.5 inches. 8.5. 8.5. Uriah Hall, 7.5 inches. Paul Daly, 7 inches. And Tyrone Woodley, plus 5 inches. Just some notable ones. Yeah. Cow. Cow, are you? Mm. Yes. Cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm gonna preemptively say, <laughs> you, 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 are you sure you wanna do this? I, you can't do this. It's math. Okay, let's do this. I don't decide it. All right. Height minus wingspan <laughs> equals equals monkey. <laughs> Is that is that where we are? I don't I don't decide what it's I'm, it's I just clarify for you all. Yes, okay. that's correct. That's correct. All right. Let's do it. Now, John Jones wingspan is 84.5 inches. Get the fuck out of here. It was, is Was he a basketball player? Is he Rudy Gobert? He, he sure is. What the fuck? It is. 84. 84.5. I'm sorry. It's still over 80. Yes, That's over incredible. 80. That's incredible. Now. It makes sense. It does. It is also the second longest reach in UFC history. Holy shit. Who's it, number one? Not important. Because here's the important part. We all know the reason why he's got this reach. It's due to, <laughs> it's due to his uh, issue with performance enhancing substances. N nominally cocaine. Wait, that that's performance enhancing? Yeah. For who? Cocaine increased his wingspan. So oh, that, that's science. In my opinion, his ape index should get an asterisk. I'm, I'm just should. saying it should. No, it should. It should be asterisk. If you're going to be if if you're going to be an ape. <laughs> <laughs> What's the threshold for ape? Like is it over is it over a plus three? Is, is that where Liddell's at? I don't know. If you're going to be an ape and you're going to do drugs, you should get an asterisk. You should get an asterisk. Or if you're just an ape in general, you should get <laughs> you an asterisk. You might should get an asterisk. It's not fair for it's the rest of It's not fair for everyone else. Thank you. Hey, Aaron. Asterisk. Asterisk. Okay. All right. So. Bill Cosby. <laughs> You might need two, I, two or three, with like a bright warning sign. I don't know. By the way, he acts like the rest of the politicians out there. He might need none. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Hey, look, Bill Cosby spent his entire career making sure he wasn't like the rest of the apes. He, he, he sure did. You know what? No asterisk to Bill Cosby. <laughs> You're one of us, buddy. I'm just going to stand just a little bit apart from him, though, when we're, you know, I don't, uh, for my own safety, of course. Wait, what's Bill Cosby's reach? Uh, what, about one, one and two milligrams? I was going to say like 60 feet. Oh. Uh, yeah. He artificially increases his reach by putting something in your drink at the that, bar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. One, two milligrams. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You sure did. That's right. I don't know how much he He got it. Whatever it was. I know one milligram of any benzo puts me the fuck out. He had it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. The devil's looking for this career. So at this point he has a choice. Uh, between uh, Shang Tsung, who offered him a, a job in Outworld, uh, or he could sign with Dana White in the UFC. <laughs> I'm really not sure which is worse at this point. No, I am sure which is worse. You're Dana White over sure is. It. <laughs> like, like that's just a normal thing. It is for him. I mean, he's he's Chuck Liddell. I, I just, who's gonna know that MMA and Outworld callback besides me? <laughs> Remember? All of our listeners. Yeah, exactly. All of our listeners. New Orleans. Tasty. Don't you love that? That's great. Full circle. Cal, you're not doing yourself today, man. You're not doing yourself today. I try. Uh, So Chuck Liddell goes with um, the UFC and he entered the UFC and all of our hearts in the year of 1998. Oh, shit. Really? It was that early? It was that early. Yes, I'm saying he was he was he was really there building. He was helping build this thing. He's been around. Man, I had no idea. He would fight 23 fights, uh, four to five of which I don't really recognize Wait, as being a part of his record. 23 fights? Yeah. Wait, is that like whole like professional record? Yeah. That's not a lot. Is that a lot? Wait, I have no idea. So I personally feel like it's a lot, especially because most of them were in the UFC. Oh, okay. And, you know, it, 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 picking out between what, profe- what was professional and what wasn't and that kind of thing can get kind of dicey. I, but... I consider 23 professional mixed martial art fights to be 23 more than a human body probably really needs. I think it's because I'm thinking about boxing records. Oh, oh, don't, and, you know, don't. Yeah, they all at the beginning, they fight a lot, a lot, like every few weeks. And I know MMA is not it's not that way. If someone applied um, for a job for me and they said they had fought 80 MMA professional MMA fights. I would need them to get clearance by a neurologist before they work for me. I just, you know, I don't really. Yeah. I mean, I'm Kip Cutler. I do know most of everything. I just, I wasn't sure how many was too many in the MMA, you know? Because, you know, boxing, it's more a lot. Than five is too many. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. But. Liddell was good. At the start, he won several bouts here at home, and he even won one in Brazil in a bare knuckle fight. Oh yeah, who's he? Ooh, who's he facing? Wade Barrett. Jake O'Brien. Uh, ah. Wade Barrett would beat him. Let's be, let's be real. Wade Barrett would beat him. Wade Barrett is six foot five, and uh, let me guess, his wingspan, his ape index. Ooh, he's very white. Probably a plus two. <laughs> I actually don't know. I uh, don't know, but um. Hmm. Uh, but no, he didn't fight Wade Barrett. He did actually fight a bare knuckle fight, though. And he actually won. I, I believe. He I won. Believe, yeah. He won this game. I mean, Liddell's no slouch. Lid- no. Lid- Liddell would most certainly beat the fuck out of me and everyone I know besides a few people. He 
he does not look like what he can do. I will say that. I mean, look, I, I'm a Republican, uh, Protestant, conservative white male, and there's no reason to question that. None. But, you know, I, as all white men do, we go through a white trash phase. We do. And I did. I watched a lot of UFC. And Chuck Liddell is one of my favorites because I really felt like what he looked like identified with who I felt like. Yes. You know, wearing affliction t-shirts. Yeah. Abercrombie uh, cologne. Yeah. Uh, shaving your head into a mohawk. Yes. Being the kind of guy that says you support the police until they fuck with you and then you hate the police. Yes. And so you like a little bit of Tupac and NWA, but only in name only because the only Tupac song you know is a California Love, which is actually one of the worst Tupac songs and not even his own song. You and then you it. pretend you like Dr. Dre, even though his rap sucks. But for some reason, you have every Eminem album, but you say you like rap. Yeah, you got it. The only part you're missing is a 38-inch True Religion jeans. Oh, how did I forget? I don't that, know, but you that got it. you stole. Remember, it's white trash. That's you true. You stole those. You did. You didn't pay for them. You did. You're right. You did. Not pay you for did. Them. You're right. You got. You've nailed it. That's right. Those were. Those true religion genes are as true as your faith. <laughs> oh, you nailed it. <laughs> anyway, he did actually win that that bare knuckle fight. So we, oh, yeah, we, we yeah. can Again, Chuck Liddell's on slouch. He can fight. No, he can. Yeah. yeah. So um, he even represented the UFC in Pride, where he also won. Wait, he was in Pride. He was okay. representing the UFC. But this is this is a good point to pause and just I just want to admonish the LGBTQQIAAP community for appropriating our word, okay? What? Pride does not belong to you, okay? It is, it belongs to the MMA community and <laughs> Confederate sympathizers and sometimes those people with the flag with four windmills on it. It belongs to, it belongs to us, okay? Not to you, so stop it. God damn it. Yeah. What? So sick of that. What is fucking fantastic. Dude, now. Sick of it. I'm the one that loses our sponsors. <laughs> I'm the one that makes sure we never get monetized. And boy, today, you are bringing the fucking heat. Bringing the How thunder. How am I supposed to compete with bringing that? Bringing it. You, you said, you said, first of all, that's way too many letters. Way too many letters. Thank you. Way too many. I mean, who knows what's a part of them? But, who knows? But, love it. Oh, we're like, pride's our word. But it which, is. Which it is. It is. It is our word. Our word. Right. I, that's the best part is, I love how when you use the word pride, I'm going to start just bringing it up randomly around like, uh, like you know, Southern white conservatives just to see how they feel. Because like, that. I mean, it's like a fork in the road. You can go radically either way. You with sure that. can. And it's like, Nobody knows where you're going. No. You until you specify. Like, hey, look, I'm all about the pride. And then you don't know. Like, if I was a person and I heard someone say to me, like, oh, yeah, I'm all about the pride. I, I'd be like, what's up, pride? What's yeah, up? the pride. What? We're not talking about lions. <laughs> We're not. Right? We're not talking about lions. And then, like, that person could easily be like, yeah, I have pride in my heritage. Cool. I see where you're going. Yeah. Or I'd be like, I have pride because I'm an ally. And I'd be like, okay, I see where we're going. 
Yeah. But if they're like, I have pride, I'm an advocate in uh, I'm an advocate in historical values. What the fuck does that mean? Right. It are you it... are you racist or gay? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. You say the word pride. Are you racist or gay? You've got to declare yourself. You should. You have to. No, I mean, I mean, it's important. It. Right. Because remember, racist, two or three colors. Pride or gay, all of them. Yeah, right? too many. So, are you a two or three color pride, or are you an all pride or right. all color pride? If you're an all color, if you're if you're all color pride, gay, and a death of America. Yeah. A selective segregational two or three color pride. My kind of guy. Yeah, upholding. Look at us. We we are doing the Lord's work right now. We are breaking it down for America. The important thing. Also, Pride is a uh, it's a mixed martial arts fighting company, isn't it? It's a promotion. Like it is. Pride is a promotion. Right. Yeah. But of course, we use it because we're manly. We're I know, men. but for uh, lawyers, I just want to specify oh, that. Uh, yeah, it's we're a, not it's... talking about Pride, the fighting promotion. No. Yeah. We're talking about white males that live in a certain region of the United States. Correct. That most likely act and behave this way. Yes. And I should know because I'm one of them. Same, obviously. So, yeah. Now, uh, this is where, you know, earlier you mentioned, um, you, I think you were trying to hit on the moniker that uh, Chuck Liddell is known by. So what is, what is that moniker? You, you, you were close. Okay. I, I'm not really sure. I really, really feel like it's Iceman. You but, got it. Okay. Yeah. Good. But see, the thing is, I, what I couldn't really remember, though, and I couldn't remember if it was like, 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 it's going to sound dumb. I'm really sorry about this. No, I couldn't remember if it was like ice cold or if it was like, like, uh, you know, I couldn't like remember if it was like Scorpio. ice cold or like, yeah, like a too cold or like a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like a frozen, not a frozen, but you know, like, like, you know, like there's so many different things you can do with ice. There are. I want you to realize like. Which brings us to one of my favorite segments, Kip's Top 5. Top five ices. Number five. What do you mean, Kip's top five? Is it... It's your segment. I'm just borrowing it. Okay, cool. I mean, you do speak for me, Cal. So let's go. Kip's top five. Go for it. Vanilla. Hate him or love him. You can't hear the word ice without thinking of saying it a second time, followed by the word baby. No, that's true. And Vanilla Ice is a true Republican. He is. Because not only does he hate liberals, which... He most definitely does. But secondly, Vanilla Ice can't spell. And that's my favorite part about him. I agree. Who needs, who needs ABCs? All right. Number four, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. That, how is that not number one? That's number four? Oh, you'll see. Oh, oh, I know it. You'll one see. Is. Oh, I know it. <laughs> number three. <laughs> you can just skip over Ice, which is Kip Cutler's well, if, it, if this was my list, it'd be number two. But hey, this is Kip Cutler's list. I, I love it. They're all your list, baby. What do they call it? Immigration. Uh, was it immigration and castration and uh, wait, what was the what's the e word? The uh, immigration uh, castration, castration and uh, evisceration. Yeah, ooh, I, like I that. love that. I love that. We have to get illegal immigrants out of this country. We do. For instance. John Jones. You want to know why we got to get him out? 
because he's not American. What and what is he, Cal? He's a centaur. Martian. Oh shit. Yeah. I see, I get it mixed up sometimes. I'm so sorry. He's Martian. Yeah. John Jones, and this is and by the way, I know this is a satire show. I get that. John Jones is Martian. He's a Martian manhunter. <laughs> that, by the way, is a fact. It is a fact. Well, look it up. Yeah. John jo- uh, granted, there's a lot more apostrophes in, in that than there are. There are a few more apostrophes. Well, just how you know he's black. A few more double consonants. It yeah, is. That's how you know that's he's black. how you know he's thank you. He's a <laughs> black shirt. They wait to be S's and Z's in there. I'm like, that's how you do that. Crazy. Okay. John. Oh. <laughs> we remember that guy a guy we met? He was like, My name is John with that long draw. John. Uh, and I was like, wait, John because uh what we were playing like oh no, it wasn't Jackbox. It was some game. We had to spell your name. I put J O N or J O H in or whatever. He was like, No, 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 no. It's J A W N. That's like a fucking I'm sorry. That's not it. Show me your driver's license. J-A-W-N is not your name. I don't believe you. And granted, he was a black shirt. Also, he did not show me his license. I don't believe him. No. What number are we Three. Just three. <laughs> the Iceman. Disambiguation. Richard Kuklinski. Wait. Convicted uh, serial uh, killer. I, okay, once again, gay or racist. See what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to clarify. I'm like, they are racist. That's why I said disambiguation. That's right. Okay, all right. Because Cal Cutler, disambiguation pride, is pro-bicolorism. Well, 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 one is a copyright infringement, and one is a person's name, (laughs) and we're not going to get sued. That's the only thing I was concerned about. <laughs> Most of the time, babe, up there sweating. <laughs> She's all like, she always sweats. Fine. <laughs> Copyright infringement. We're not done. Okay. We can't pay for that. <laughs> she said, There are a few things we can stomach. Racism I can tolerate. Copyright infringement is a no-go. Who's right? Hey, only one of them do you lose your actual career. Racism, you can make a comeback. You can make a comeback. Hey, that's why athletes do it all the time. Paula Dean's doing just fine. <clears throat> she okay? sure is. It's funny. People always bring up cancel culture. Meanwhile, everybody's still doing just fucking fine. They are. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly is still making money. Absolutely. Cancel culture, my dick. You know, and look, look, I'm a Republican. I'm a Republican. You I'm are. Kip Cutler. This cancel culture myth that the minute you say or do something, the public doesn't like you lose everything. Uh, no. No, no, no. No. If anything, you can have everything bolstered as long as you're not fucking stupid. Right. For instance, Roseanne, she just did it the wrong way. Thank you. Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, all of his money isn't tied into MyPillows. His money is tied into people buying into his bullshit. So, therefore, the money's given to him by his appearances. So, you think you're you're mad at everybody canceling him. Meanwhile, all of you out there who are consuming Mike Lindell, 
by watching him, by retweeting what he says and supporting him, he's not actually canceled. He's convinced you into thinking that a few people judging him because of dumb things he says is actually decreasing from your life. Although you paying attention to him, buying his products, does nothing but line his pockets with your money directly and indirectly from his appearances on things like Fox News, One American News, his podcast, and other TV shows. There is no depth to your shallowness. And all that's fine with me. I am Chip Cutler. I love it too. But yeah, yeah, cancel. Where were we at? Oh, shit. We're not making any money. We should say we're canceled. We should. That's what I was saying. I want to be canceled. Okay. I think we're number three. We're going number two now. And that was, okay, number two. Uh, number two. Um, oh, you'll get this one. A Lin Kuei master who used his ice abilities and famously feuded with Scorpion. Oh, I, I <laughs> you know, I got this. Uh, bear, no, 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 reptile. Yes. No, the reptile is cold. I'm cold blooded. He is cold. Right? That's that's nice. cold blooded. Now, now that's fair. That's a good point. He is. Yeah. That's a that's a fair. Scene. I am most definitely right, and there is no other. Oh, can I say ninja? You is can that, say ninja. We're gonna lo- we're not gonna lose like more money. No, since, you can't say since you've lost all our money already. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost some money and gained some in others. Reptile. Right, we'll go with that. Yeah, I mean they're all the same color. Yeah, sure. Sub Zero, no. Reptile, same thing. Well, who is it? Sub Zero. Wait, what? Why? Which one is he? The one that uses ice. He puts he skeets ice on the ground and. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait which color ninja is he? Blue. I don't see color, Cal. See, that is why you're the brains of the yeah, operation. You did good there. Oh, that I, was beautiful. Oh, I'm the brains of the. You are I'm the brains of the operation. You are. In what? fucking universe am i the brains of the operation this now? is why we're doing your countdown yeah because you're the brains of the operation yeah yes and what do you remember this one the coronavirus or the the this the, the the cycling and drugs coronavirus thing we did last year i do and what in what universe am i smarter than you seriously this is your empire and your countdown well, Okay, yeah, let's just have everybody believe that. I, it's the truth. No, no, no. Like, I want to be clear about this. I'm not sm- I'm the leader, but I'm not smarter than you. But that automatically makes you smarter, is that you're the leader. That's conservatism. No, that's not everybody else. It's not you. Yeah, you're my brother. And I love you very much. There's no way on this planet I'm ever, ever going to admit, ever, that I'm smarter than you. Now, granted, to everybody else, I am. Absolutely. Uh, I'm Chip Cutler. But the thing is, I'm smarter than everybody else. And I'm only smarter than you when it's convenient for me. No yes. one else is listening to this conversation. I like that. That's true. That's, that's fair. That brings us to number one. Okay. I guess number one. Yes. Glacier from Killer Instinct. Oh, that's good. That's really, really good. Is it not? It is not. I was sure that's what it was. You were close. That's good. Okay. Feel free to stop me whenever you figure it out. Discovered in 1893. This ice has become a stable in the Southeastern American diet. 
Crystal meth. Yeah, <laughs> crystal meth. Ice. Come on, man. <laughs> Ice. <laughs> get that. No, like not get that. It reached its peak influence in 1937 when it was mass produced by the German government. I'm so fucking stupid. Crystal methamphetamine. I am over here searching this glacier. I am just like, it's glacier. It's glacier. And then, and then I am like, I'm right twice. It's either killer wrestler or the wrestler. Either way, I'm covered. Here I am. The mayor are like popular in the southern United States. I'm like, oh, of course it's fucking meth. Come on, yeah, it's of course it's meth. Of course, yeah. Damn, huge influence on uh, uh, human beings. Damn, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. So uh, the Iceman um, kind of set him up himself here to earn a title shot. The problem is, is that there are a lot of cockbags. You're wrong. You mean meth man. The meth man. Which, to be fair, he didn't do math. Set himself up here to win a title shot. But I was saying, there's lots of cockbags in the MMA in every era. Um, as hard as that is to believe, lots of cockbags. Um, Tito Ortiz, then champion, uh, just couldn't find the time to face the Iceman. An American hero. Tito Ortiz? Yeah. Ugh. He's one of us. He, he's one of us. Not because he's pitted against the Iceman, Chuck Liddell. Oh, okay. well. Right, um, right, right now, we're... We're talking right now, in this time. I mean, he is more Republican than probably a lot of people we know. Yeah, He evolved there, but right now, in this time, he's, oh. a, he's, a, he's a bitch. Oh, okay, okay. 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 So, well, hey, Because this him. is, I don't remember what time it is. Yeah, fuck so, yeah. Right now, yes, fuck okay. T.O.T.'s. Right now, right now. Okay, no, cool. he evolves later, uh, yeah, you know, but right now. He just couldn't find the time to face the Iceman. So, uh, the UFC did what... Um, any good organization would do, and they created an interim light heavyweight champion. Uh, Does that ever work? Like, what do you mean interim? I don't even understand. Like, why? Because like, he wouldn't defend. Wait, who wouldn't defend? Tito Ortiz. Wait, can you just do that? Uh, apparently, you I can. I mean, don't get it wrong. I know in UFC, yes, you absolutely can. And they did. But Conor McGregor wasn't around yet. Could you just not defend back then? Uh, apparently, you could. So... What year is For the light interim title, uh, light, interim light heavyweight championship. Uh, this was pre two thousand one or two. It was like oh, two thousand one oh. or two. Oh, okay, so it's like like yeah. the beginnings. Yeah, this is close to the beginnings. Yeah. Um, huh. So. Dan White still all that fuckery back in the early. Oh, beginning. oh, he started with the fuckery. Well, okay, he didn't start with the fuckery, but he, he developed did. the fuckery very quickly. I just didn't realize that. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a Muhammad Ali is just like who's number contender? Nope, not fighting. This, yeah, yeah, and that was you can pick between a, a certain select. You don't have to fight the number one contender. I, I'm aware of that. Yeah, if you just to fight nobody, then yeah, that's a you problem. Know, I, I get that though. Yeah, like I get because it, it happens all the time. Yes, but Tito Ortiz isn't like, oh, I'm not going to fight Chuck Liddell. I'm going to fight somebody else. Tito Ortiz is all like, I'm just not fighting. I'm just not fighting. No. I'm, just, I'm just not going to do again, it again. I, uh, I know that one this. Conor McGregor did not do this. No. Conor McGregor, no. Uh, contrary to popular belief, did not just decide to not defend titles, which is why I know he had that fight in December 2015 where he won, and then he decided to change weight classes. Right. So he didn't defend his uh, 
Ooh, I don't even know what, what weight class was that. I don't even remember. Phantom weight. It, yeah, because he, he he went up. Yeah, he, to lightweight. To fight one of the, he went up to lightweight. Was to that what challenge he for lightweight? One of the Diaz's he, or something? Or? He, he was at bantamweight, and he went up to lightweight okay. to fight one of the Diaz's. December 2015 was his last title defense. Of which title? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like it was everyone he had that moment because we're bantamweight. Gonna, we're gonna why I know why that was the last date, but like I know it was that bantamweight. I believe. And then he moved up to try to fight for another title, lightweight. And Dana White let him keep both, correct, for a little bit. Yes. And then he won one fight, but then he had to give up another belt. But he didn't. Nope, nope, that was December 2015. That's what that was. Because A, Alvarez is who he faced. Mm. And then he he won that thing, but he had to give up another belt. So that must have been December 2015. Because that was the last MMA title fight he won. Allegedly. No reason to look that up, America. You're Don't not. look that up at all. I love when Conor you bring McGregor, the facts. I love when you bring the facts. Time. He is. Yeah. That's fair. Now, now what you're saying. I know that Connor's been two and four. In MMA and boxing fights since then. And he's. Yeah. Didn't really defend his title. For, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. Floyd, before a Floyd fight. He didn't defend his titles for like. Literally three or four years. And, and first of all. I'm a Conor guy. I love Conor McGregor. I love how you request. 18 months off from UFC. Because you want to go film for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way. I understand. As do I. And that, look, just trust me on this, America. He totally deserved it. He did. There's no reason for you to go look it up and see why he actually did it. No reason at all. The thing is, he just didn't defend his title since December 2015. That's it's And it did not get stripped of it. And when you throw a dolly through a, a tour bus that is bringing fighters on, all I'm saying is if you have a fight in a few weeks or months and you don't want to do it, a great way to make sure you're not going to is to be in you know, legal trouble. Not I'm not saying he did that. I'm not saying that's why he did that. I'm just saying that all of everybody's overreacting. I thank you. Connor defends his title all the time. All the time. As we will discuss. All the time. That's right. Okay. So. Yeah. And Connor McGregor can grab really well, which is kind of like what Chuck Liddell is going to face here for the interim light heavyweight championship. A Greco-Roman wrestler uh, and former heavyweight champion by the name of Randy the Natural Couture. Oh, oh, well. It, it, is, is he gonna do well? Because Randy Couture is a real fighter. He's thank you. And, and he's and, cool. And I love Randy Couture. Okay, he, so he's, he's good with two U's. Yeah. So good. and I don't and I don't hate Randy Couture. I like, love Randy. I, Couture, no, I like so, him. He's yeah. I'm a little worried right now because yeah. I, I love Chuck Liddell. Same. I, right. I, so I this really is really hope this becomes wins. a slight conundrum because wh- while I hate Ortiz over the Dodge, I love the fact that I get to see these two like fight. I'm like whoo. Man, man, Couture was wrestling to or wrestling, fighting until his forties. Yeah, like he was, he was good. He was good for a long time. He was good for a long time. For a long time. Way longer than Chuck. At UFC forty three meltdown. 
Gotta love those no, names. No, it's called Meltdown. Meltdown. That's Adam Bomb's finisher name. It is. Yeah, from 94. It is. Adam Bomb. You, oh, come on, UFC. Their names are pay-per-views that are worst. I know. Uh, up until terrible. they started changing them to, like, like, as you were telling me earlier. The, the, yeah, main the event main event people, which was a better way Meltdown. to go. Meltdown. Oh, UFC yeah. Melt. Meltdown. Let me guess, Dana White, you're sitting in a room, and you're like, <laughs> we're going to call it Meltdown. I'm Dana White. I'm the I'm the best. I'm the smartest. Look at me. Look at me. I'm five foot four. I'm me and Lil Wayne are the same height. And you know, I'm I'm smart as shit. <laughs> Give me your money. Pay me. Actually, to spell the rumors, he got a call from one Vince McMahon who said, Have you thought about meltdown? <laughs> and he said, No, that's fucking great. Thank you. And thus a meltdown it was. Oh, you know, I'm not kidding. You know, we're, we're going to do Bishop Man musical. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're doing it. Oh, man. So, okay. the Iceman got his chance. And at the end of the bout, he would finally be in his first ever run as loser to Randy Couture. <laughs> I'm like, he beat Randy Couture? That's awesome. You're like, oh, he's lost. I love Randy Couture. Man. I do too. Yeah, Randy won, which is not a phrase you hear that often these days. Um, it's not a dig at you, Randy Couture. Uh, you're but you're lovely. At 47 and 50 years I old. I mean, Randy, Randy Orton doesn't win a lot, but Randy Couture, you're lovely. Keep doing what you do. <laughs> hey, hey. Best Randy, Randy Couture is over Randy Orton. <laughs> and we love Randy Orton. Love Randy Orton. I'm actually. serious. Like, we, we love yeah, Randy Orton. Love. He's great. He's fantastic. But He's... Randy Couture. Wins more. Does win a bit more. Yeah. That's right. right. And Chuck, Chuck Liddell is a way more capable fighter in Jenny Hall. <laughs> Much more capable. Sure. We know that's for <laughs> true. Uh, but uh, I'm sure at this point, though, Ortiz was like, holy shit. I should have just fought Chucky because I don't want to fight Randy Couture because it has to be unified. Wait, Cause now, fight- because, because what happened here is that Couture and Liddell fought for the interim championship. Oh, no. Ortiz still has the light light heavyweight championship because he would fight. And so now I'm sure Ortiz was probably like, fuck, I should have fought Liddell. Not wait. waited for him to fight Couture for him to win. Wait, wait dude, why would you wait if you're, if you're Ortiz? Because he's fight? stupid. He knows who Randy Couture is. Well, he didn't know before. Because, see, when he wasn't going to fight Liddell, they had to scramble to find somebody. But this is like early 2000s. Right, but he didn't know that Liddell was going to fight Couture. So yeah. Or he was, just didn't fight, and so they had an interim They champion. had the interim champion, and they had to scramble to find somebody, and they found Randy Couture. Capitalism is fucking crazy. And it will fuck you so, up if you don't okay. know what you're doing. Yeah, check this out. Uh, Cal, if you just decide not to pay your taxes, yeah, okay, they're not going to find somebody to pay your taxes or That's like right. fill in for you. Unfortunately, um, if you don't go to work, they're not gonna find somebody to fill in and go to work. They'll try. I'll still be penalized, but they'll try. We're we're not gonna talk about where you are. We're not gonna talk about where you work. I'm just saying they're not gonna try to fill your spot. But then you just kind of come back into it and compete for your job. No, they will not. If I don't show up to work, I'm fired. Period. Because uh, I'm a I'm expendable. Yeah. (laughs) So are, so are the field interns. UFC, even back in the early days, they just let 
Tito Ortiz keep I the title? No. Now, first of all, if this was Tyron Woodley, they'd just strip you. Yeah. You know? If this was John Jones, which, by the way, I don't support him. Neither do I. I'm not just saying because he's a black shirt. Or that he has the highest ape index. Right. Well, yeah, he does have the highest ape index. High ape I'm just saying because he beats anybody that I want to be champion. And you can't have that in the UFC. You can't. Also, why would Dana White not... He'd probably make more money in stripping John Jones and not stripping John Jones. He just didn't like him. He didn't care. He made so much money off of him. You mean a return John Jones fight, which, remember, uh, two of our imaginary friends are talking about how much money they made, how much money Dana White made off him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're making uh, $40 million on a pay-per-view with him as a headliner. And giving him. And get and his career earnings, earnings of fourteen million. Is. You mean to tell me that you're raking in forty million dollars on a pay per view on John Jones? It, he knew what he was doing. Oh, he knew what he was and doing. And return John Jones fight returning is gonna make a lot of money. Absolutely. I am just saying that uh, Tito Ortiz. How can he just keep his title because he doesn't want to defend it? You know, it's magical. Tito Ortiz looks like me, you know. He does. You resemble each other. It's a Protestant white male. And John Jones doesn't. Correct. And that's a difference. That's a difference right there. Um, you know. So, uh anyway, inner two thousand and three, mm-hmm. um, you know, Liddell off of his loss, he would have to participate in the well not would have to, but he uh represented the UFC in the Pride Grand Prix tournament. There he would face two people or monsters. Quentin Jackson no. and Alistair Overeem. Okay. Uh, Quentin Jackson is a monster. He is a monster. Um, I hate him. Yeah. If I saw them standing on the opposite side of the ring, I would demand they would be reweighed, and I would stall while I heavily rethought the decision to face them. If Alistair okay. Overeem was in any room that I'm in, I am calling 911. Yeah. I, it's- I he could, it's bad. He could offer me tiramisu and a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah. And I'm still calling 911. Have you seen it? If you're listening to this, Google Alistair Overeem and you tell me if you're not afraid. For real. Chocolate by Alistair Yeah, both. And yeah, at this tournament. Wait but, a minute. Is, he, is Alistair Overeem only like under 205? Well, it's pride, so you know there's a little bit of wiggle oh, room there. I, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm like, in what universe? There's a little bit of wiggle room there for this, but I've uh, seen him. In what universe? But he wins each bout. Wait, he beats. He, beat both he of them? beats both of them. He beats both of them. So, yo, that's hey, Chuck, Chuck, good shit, my man. Doing good. So naturally, this once again placed him in view of the coveted light heavyweight crown. God, I should avoid using the word natural because last time he naturally got his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> don't be an unnatural <laughs> right <laughs> but alas it was not yet time to fight for the title because somewhere between losing the light heavyweight title to Randy Couture and being a general douchebag Tito Ortiz finally found the time to fight the Iceman and um, the bout took place in 2004 uh, Tito Ortiz did a fair amount of talking and taunting, as he always does at this point. Um, and this would help him secure a 
TKO loss in the second round. You didn't tell me that talking a whole bunch of shit and overplaying your stroke didn't help you win? It did not in this case. Did not at all. So. Oh, real quick, Cal. I forgot to do a sponsor read. That's totally my fault. But this is only going to take a few seconds. Uh, by the way, today's Info Sports Now is brought to you by the Mickelson Family Service Agency. M- Mickelson? Mikkelson? Michelson? Michelson? Is that how is that how it's pronounced? I you got me. I don't know. Patriarch Klaus Mickelson? Klaus Michelson. Uh anyway, started this family service agent, the number one family placement specialist in the greater Arcadian Metroplex. Interesting. If you don't have anything to do with your super chiseled Male, especially male uh, specimens, you can just send them right on down to the Michelson. <laughs> Michelson? <laughs> doesn't Michelson. really matter. <laughs> Family Service Agency. Because once again, the only thing that matters here is placing your super hot young person into an adoption agency who you know is going to take care of them. Probably for life, maybe, <laughs> but but probably not. Probably. <laughs> Most likely not. <laughs> Most likely. They gotta do a lot better on how they're promoting their thing there. No, they don't. Not if they pay us, dude. Their foster services, uh, I, I top notch. Hey, look, they pay us. I hear. Oh. Hey, look, look. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to collect checks. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, Klaus is uh, Klaus. Yeah, yeah, right. I know his adopted child has lived a very long time. Yes, yes, he has, and that speaks volumes. He's certainly wealthier than a UFC fighter. Sure is. In fact, I believe uh, married his sister, which is either concerning or a success. Wait, but. Wait, no, that, that's not Michelson Game of Thrones family service. Oh, you're right. Sorry. And it's I'm definitely thinking. not Michelson Mississippi family service. No, not at all. Yeah, marrying your sister is, uh. Well, we are Confederate. That's on par. Like, it's that's practice. what we do. That's what we do, yeah. It is. It should be like Michelson, what, familial. Like, uh, familial relations services? Familiar relations. Oh, Michelson familial relations. relations. MFR. Oh, that's a nice tone to it. It does. It rolls right off the tongue. That MFR rolls right off the tongue. It does. No, what else does? Your sister's clit. <laughs> that it does, Reggie Ray. We call but, that an Arkansas sunrise. You know what I'm saying? Back to UFC here. We got a little off a little off topic there. A little slip of the tongue, if you will. Off uh, topic, but on sister. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, at this point, Kip, the UFC would develop the ultimate fighter. 
I know. Beating your reality TV show program oh, where fighters competed to secure a UFC contract. It was a great TV show, though. It actually propelled... That, that TV show got UFC a lot of business. It did. It was a very smart decision. It was. And this, this was around 2005. So, um, and I used to think contracts were great, a phenomenal thing. I mean, guaranteed money, right? Fighters would make a better living, which is important. I, you know, I, I, I wanted that for fighters. Yeah. I just didn't realize it would be akin to indentured servitude. What? So at that moment, I wasn't so sure. But, you know, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more later. But There's nothing wrong with indentured servitude. No, there isn't now. Um, back to the first season of Ultimate Fighter, uh, Liddell coached one team, Team Liddell, and Randy Couture coached the other team, uh, team light heavyweight and champion. Why would he agree to coach a team opposite of fucking Randy Couture? Uh, because that means money. he has to fight him in the future. It, money. money. He lost to him in the future. Or in the past. So why yeah, fight but, in the future? Yeah, but right now, uh, Couture is light heavyweight champion. So but why, Oh, oh. Because he's right. champion. Because, he want to be champion. Right, because what we, what we you know, may have um, accidentally missed there is that uh, uh, Tito Ortiz being forced to at this point unify the interim and light heavyweight championships uh, lost uh, to Randy uh, Couture. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Let me guess. Uh, him and his blonde hair. And it's not very Republican, Tito, by the way, Tito Ortiz. No. And I love you. I'm a Republican. Now you me. do, but at this point, we don't. Well, love we're him. right, because we yeah. all know. But I love you very much, Tito. You can't lose a Randy Couture. Especially after ducking Chuck Liddell because you're a little ass bitch. Now, the reason why I can say that is because I'm not a fighter and I don't make my living off talking shit about a bunch of people and not being able to back it up. <laughs> that is true. Kit Cutler said that. <laughs> no, that is true. However, no. Guess who? Guess who? I'm not under the contract of UFC. Right. I make more money doing this podcast than Tito Ortiz made from Dana White. That is probably true. Fucking him. Yeah, I love Dana White so much. There's no reason for anyone to think otherwise. None. Besides the fact that he does nothing but take money from people and screw everybody over. And, you know, the UFC was, uh, the Fertitta family sold it for four, $4 billion. Correct. So, $4 billion. Meanwhile, at any given point, they have maybe three or 400 fired on the contract. So, with that kind of money being sold for, means that, I don't know, guys like Tyron Woodley or... I don't know. Let's just toss in there. Uh, uh, Anderson Silva might make a few hundred thousand on the fight, but the pay per views are raking in, you know, anywhere over 30 to 40 million. So, yeah, pay, pay your fighters, you know, a few thousand. Right. That's UFC. correct. You got it. That, that is why I love you because of how Republican you are. Paying these fighters nothing, not covering their medical bills unless they're like a top guy, then they will. 
But, I mean, anybody gets injured on your mats, anything like that, you just keep raking in the money. You do. And not taking care of anybody else. I love it! Truth. Well, back to the Ultimate Fighter. So here, um, Liddell's team would go on to experience a vast amount of success, actually. Uh, the two season winners were both from his team. Of course they were. Chuck Liddell. He's a great teacher. Hey, thank you. So this set the stage for Chuck Liddell versus Randy Couture number two. I don't know about this. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. Now, uh, I am uh, confident in Liddell's ability here, okay? No, no, me too. I, I mean, I'm very confident in his yeah, ability. Same. I just, I want to be confident, you know, a few weeks later from this, this moment in 2005. Right. So, I, I think that someone should hire someone uh, to club Couture in the knee. I'm, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying maybe we shouldn't talk about this, I think, right? Right. Well, are we going to talk on about it? April 16th, 2005. Oh, come on. Please go my way. This bout happened. Uh, I, I hear now, you. Now, I want to go my way. Liddell is a gifted counterpuncher, which I love. You okay. Say a lot of words over He there. is a gifted counterpuncher. Often with these over-the-shoulder punches, you know, he just like clips you over the shoulder, just you know, bah, knocks you out. So I, I don't like the way this is leading me. He counterpunched Randy Couture this fight, which he always, you know, he does, knocking him out cold. And yes, finally, that's what I'm talking about. Becoming I'm champion. So I was so worried. <laughs> he is champion now. He is champion. I was sweating over here because I, I felt like you're leading me on and be disappointed. I really I know. did. I'm bad about Man. that. But, you know, no, he did here. He did. No, I'm so happy yeah, about that. Me too. I remember being so excited for this. Like, I was so happy. Um, you know, I, I did. Li I liked Randy Couture, but yeah. I, I love Chuck Liddell, you know, so. This is, this is 2005, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, this yeah. is great. This is great. So. Well, uh, wait, hold on. We, we, we so, got, we got no, it. so Liddell actively defended his title. And, and I feel like I shouldn't have to make a special distinction is for that. Defended? Hey, but he not just defended, actively defended his title i know that's weird but he, didn't but he have it. did huh he, he didn't have that i thought randy couture had it he, he just beat randy couture but he won it yeah liddell just won the title and then he actively defended it oh okay okay yeah he won the title and then he actively defended it yeah no he actively defended the title yeah, so absolutely yeah so his next fight uh was was uh once again against a wrestler who we don't need a name but you know, Liddell displayed amazing takedown defense and 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 kept the fight on their feet. And and that fight, that winning fight, made him defending champion, which is important. Oh, so there we go. Yeah. So I want to make a special distinction here because many are under the purview that winning a title doesn't make you a champion. Now it's right. It's a successful what? title defense that makes you a champion. And I'm on both sides of the fence here. Um, because, you know, words have meaning and they do matter. And also I swing on both sides of the plate. But so if you win a title, you are technically a champ. But I do agree that you got to defend it. So you people, said a lot of things, there. a lot of words there. And that's important. Did I trip anyone up? Because if I did, I I did what I meant. To I'm do. just going to throw in there. You casually just tossed out like, oh, well, you know. Yeah, winning a title or, or not winning a title make, it just means you don't defend it. I, Cal, I'm a little lit right now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot in there. 
It's okay. I, You're still attracted. I, so, I promise. I thought about it. I still I, reel I, them I, in. I had it ready. I just didn't. You okay. could still reel them so in. Keep going. All right. Sorry. So at this point, um, everyone wants to see the rubber match between Liddell and Couture. A rubber match being that if both people have one apiece, they fight a third match to see who wins best two out of three, like rock, paper, scissors kind of thing. Well, you know? Liddell's going to win because I think I remember this. What year, anyway, what year are we in? Uh, 2006, I think. Oh, 2006? Yeah. Okay. 2005, 2006. So Liddell does not dodge this because he's a defending champion. He is he, yeah, he's not he's fucking is, stupid teal you know, fucking way Ortiz. a lot better than a lot of people's time. Until about 2019. He is the Iceman, not to be confused with Methamphetamine Man. So on February, you have no evidence that anyone here whoa, whoa, whoa. has done Methamphetamine. I, I just want to point out that, look, Meth Man is one, a great name. It is. Two, it's also the name of one of the most underrated rappers of all time, Method Man. That is that is also true. Which you, I, I'm a Republican. I don't know anything about Method Man. That is also However, true. However, he's a great rapper, and you should all listen to more Method Man. You should try him out. No, he's awesome. And a great actor. So, on February 4, 2006, the two of these respective fighters meet again. Both respectable, which I appreciate. Because... It allows me to focus on the combat instead of focusing on their stupid-ass personalities, which I'm only slightly interested in. Absolutely. And as previously stated, Liddell is an excellent counterpuncher. So, if, op- if opposing Liddell, I'm not sure if my strategy should be to attack and be watchful of his counters or let him attack and counter him or try to counter his counters. I'm not really sure, but either way... In the second round, Liddell countered Couture, Hell yeah. securing a KO yes! and successfully retains. So, I, I always thought Randy Couture was shit. I mean, I didn't. I loved him, but I loved, I mean, I liked Randy Couture, but I loved Chuck Liddell. You know me, I'm all or nothing. First of all, first of all, Randy Couture is shit. Secondly, 2005 is when uh, he first beat Couture. I feel like it's very important to note that um, the number one song on the top 100 billboards of 2005 is Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. These two belong together. Which is her worst song. Well, these two belong together. Yes, but number two is. I, you won't guess it. I'm going to tell you. And you can let me know why the liberal media needs to be stopped. Tell me. Gwen Stefani's Holla Bat Girl. Yeah, it definitely needs yeah. to be stopped. Yeah, the other problem here is What's Tito that? Ortiz. He he clearly is if a problem. Chuck Liddell here he is a problem. If Chuck Liddell was lightweight heavyweight champion the there. entire year, that song would come out. And I, agree. I blame whoever stopped that fight from happening because Chuck Liddell should have been champion. Tito Ortiz. Yeah, Tito or Dana. Both together. And I, look, I'm a big supporter of Dana. I love Dana White. But you get blame on this. He gets blame on everything because he's, he's an underwriter. You're exactly. So, Gwen Stefani coming out of the song, Dana, your fault. Also, what kind of stupid fucking liberal name is Dana? My name is Dana. And, you know, I'm five foot four. I'm the really bald. And I, I look like King Kong Bundy. Well, guess what happens after this fight to, to, to Randy Couture? 
oh, I, I hope he fails and, like, I don't know, like, uh, not like it's hard, but I hope he, like, loses money. He does it. something smart, which Wait, I hate. Smart. He Why? decides to retire. Now. Oh, good. That means, he, that means he's <laughs> never coming back but again. But I wouldn't have minded seeing them fight again. And I was all of a sudden pro-contract and pro-forcing a, a competitor to fight. But he's 2006, and he's already 40, right? He's, still, he's actually not even at the end of his career. Uh, uh, oh, I, I know. I know. I he's yeah. already 40, or I don't know, 60. But he's Randy fucking Couture. So, Chuck Liddell, the Iceman. He is on top of the world at this Our point. Our hero. Our hero. Light heavyweight champion. I think we can call this an ice age. Can we? I think so. So. Is that our way of saying grace? Yeah. He's, he's an ice age. Because it is. So, he beats some more people. Doesn't matter. He beats some more people. He beat a lot of people. Okay. Anyway. Who do you think, once again, after all his time, can suddenly find the time to fight the Iceman? I'm going to assume because it's a person that is an asshole who retired and then magically came back because Danny White probably offered him money, as Danny White does. Uh, and I support capitalism. But also, I don't support people who are going against my hero, Chuck Liddell. I'm going against Randy Couture. Actually, it's Tito Ortiz. Oh, come on, Tito. You're not even Republican yet. The Huntington Beach bad boy. I know. I don't think he really knew how bad That's he a was. Really lame ass it is name. a really lame. How, how can one be a bad boy from Huntington Did Beach? Did you know he licensed his likeness into a uh, a really bad PlayStation Two game called like Razor Scooter or something? No. So there's a ten year old Peter Ortiz in a Razor Scooter game doing like manuals and shit on like a fucking like a half pipe ramp. Yeah, it's just so bad. Can you imagine if Oscar the Grouch? Called himself the Sesame Street bad boy. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> don't act like that wouldn't be awesome. <laughs> anyway. I don't remember Tito Ortiz doing. Are you kidding me? Anyway, this Can, idiot. Oh, hold on. Can you imagine a fucking Hercule is like, I am the East City bad boy? Like, you. Is that where he's from? I don't know. I don't know. Could, could you. That'd be awesome. Goku, but you're like, I'm a hyperglycemic bad boy. Chamber bad, bad boy. boy. Now I could believe that. But enter December 2006, I think 30th December. These two meet in the octagon circle. See what so, wait, what? The octagon circle. See what I did there? You what like that? Octagon circle. Octagon circle. That's like, not. Like, you like that? Not octagon, the square circle. Not, gonna, it's, not the square It's circle. close. It's octagon. It's not close. It is. <laughs> Semi quasi close. Dude, it's two degrees of not close. It's close enough. A squared circle. Yeah. Which one. Isn't, octagon. Isn't the same thing. It's close octagon enough. Octagon circle is like times four, not the same thing. It's. You know why it that doesn't matter? Stupid shit Joe Rogan would have said. It doesn't matter because. Liddell once again displays excellent takedown defense, Wait. keeping the fight on their feet. He fights Tito Ortiz okay. here, keeping the fight on their feet. And, of course, he knocks Tito Ortiz down Good, and secures a KO in the third round. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. yes. Because 
because uh, Chuck Liddell, it's a badass. That's what badasses do. He and is. I'm sorry, you said the octagon circle. The octagon circle. Well, first of all, what are shapes? Nothing. Shapes are whatever we decide them to be. The only shape I'm concerned about is money. Agreed. So unfortunately here, the bad boy doesn't do what I would have liked him to do, which is retire. He doesn't do that, though, of course, because, you know, whatever, blah. So um, in May 9th, 2007, Liddell becomes the first person to be on the first, excuse me, the first MMA fighter to be on the cover of the ESPN magazine. Hell yes. Hell yeah. I hate so, ESPN as liberal commies, but you know what? Doesn't Good matter. But he's spreading his he's spreading our our, our message. Good so for Liddell. He is unstoppable at this point. So let me ask you, Kip, what happens when you're unstoppable? What usually happens to you? Are you asking me or are you asking what happens in crime and sports lore? Because I have a I have a really I'm, bad suspicion. I'm asking what happens to people when they're unstoppable usually. Well, usually they start doing cocaine and then they uh, fall off that uh, unstoppable perch they're on. Don't think too hard. Or they go into politics. They get stopped. Years ago, uh, Liddell defeated a uh, gentleman by the name of Quentin Rampage Jackson. And you remember why I called him a monster. You remember what he looks like. He's (laughs) a freaking monster. uh, We're not the only people that call him monsters. A lot of people call him a monster. Talk about an ape index. So, right. If you right. ever wanted to see what a power bomb looks like in non KFA bland uh, by someone who is trying to end your career, no matter what you did, look this guy up and look up his power bomb. I anyway. don't know. There's a few women in a few court documents who have a few <laughs> things to say about him that probably uh, well, will illustrate well, how much of a dick he is. Well, he does a power bomb though, actually, like in the fight. So, but anyway, anyway yeah. and maybe, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah. these two meet. On May 26, 2007. Oh, Chuck, you gotta win this. You gotta win this. So, championship matches are scheduled for how many rounds, Kip? Oh, why are you asking me? Uh, As you know. No, seriously, why are you asking me? How many rounds? I don't know. Boxing is 12, so this has got to be, what, oh, 8? thank God it's not 12. 8? 5. <laughs> 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 Take my I breath watch, away with that that I eight. Watch MMA all the time. <laughs> it was five. Thank God it's only. Oh God, if it was eight, holy what? shit! Cal, Cal, I'm gonna be very serious. How long are the rounds? Because I, I I gotta tell you, I gotta five go minutes. For, they're five minutes. Yeah, five minutes, dude. Thank God it's five and not dude, eight. I'm, holy dude, shit! I'm not gonna lie, dog. Like. What? I have no idea how long championship rounds are. That's totally fine. And I, I watch MMA all the time, Cal. All the time. And there's no reason for anybody to think otherwise. No. no. Dude, I thought that the rounds lasted like maybe two or three minutes. I don't know. No worries. Other rounds were like, you know, eight to 16. I don't know. You do? You're fine. So, anyway, at this point, Liddell is the reigning defending champion. Well, you say it like ice hard, as Vince would say. It it really makes me feel like don't lose. <laughs> How many rounds do you think this match goes, Kip? Well, you say it's not eight rounds because it it's lasts five. Eight. It lasts five rounds, and I'm assuming Chuck Liddell wins. How many rounds? He's better than John Jones. I'm good. 
first round TKO. You got it. Two minutes in the first round. Jackson KOs Liddell. Whoa, 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 God whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 damn no. it. You said, you said. Uh, I know. I hate fucking Rampage Jackson. I know. So, He's an asshole. He is. Right? So, I'm dazed. Liddell is dazed. We're all dazed. Everybody's dazed. No, we're doing better than he is this moment. <laughs> Into the Ice Age days. We don't have brain damage from punching. You're right, we don't. I got brain damage from drugs, but not from punching. Liddell would struggle a little bit after this. Uh, yeah, because he's punching. With some intermittent wins and some losses that aren't really worth remembering, and I don't really care. Yeah, I'll skip over those. Yeah. And if you're going to go out, you always go out with a bang, right? Oh, always no. go out with a bang. Oh, no. I don't like so, where this is going. Liddell's last fight... <laughs> Was with a Rich Franklin who was a good fighter. He's good. I like Rich Franklin too. Wait, yeah. No, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You know Rich Franklin. So Liddell's last fight is against Rich Franklin. So does Liddell win or loss win or lose, Kip? Is that the last fight? English. Yeah, his last fight. Uh, normally means lose. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. Rich wins in KO against Liddell in the first round. But he said last fight. I mean, yeah. But, fun fact, Rich Brock blocked a kick from Liddell in the first round and got his arm broke. So, <laughs> there's that. Rich, yeah. how does it feel, Rich? Yeah. You're in a ring with a legend. Not sure you won, but did you really? Did you really did win? Did you though? really? Did you really? That's right. You, it's right because you tried to block a Chuck Liddell kick and you got your tibia broken. Is, is that where it's at? Probably is that where radius or ulna? But we'll, yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's, it, it doesn't Wait. matter. Arm, Wait. arm broke. Okay, dude, I'm great with anatomy and bones and shit. You said, yeah, is it ulna, ulna, radius? radius? One of those two. I thought radius is the measurement of like a circle or some shit. It like is a, also that, like a pie, like a pie, like a pie radius. Ooh, pie sounds um, good. The rock likes pie. Anyway, well, first of all, my ulna radius is the the longest, the longest. Okay, because you know. I don't have an eight factor, but what I do have is a long, humorous ulna. It's not the longest bone in my body. Anyway, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Ah, damn. <laughs> At this point, Liddell has lost it's the femur. Your longest bone is femur. Is <laughs> Liddell has lost three consecutive fights, and by KO. That's almost <laughs> as long as Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> But at this point, to a normal human, it seems like a good time to not trounce your record any farther. In what universe? He has seen <laughs> boxers. Three fight, oh, a three-fight losing streak? If you're a boxer, you're just getting started. Well, apparently his friends and family, of which I can only assume are a bunch of polar bears, urged him to retire. You mean Chuck Liddell and his two reflections in a mirror? You know you pull that Urged him to retire. But is that medicine cabinet mirror that you pull out where you see like three versions of yourself with like the main mirror in the bathroom? Chuck doesn't have any friends or family. They urged him to retire. Who's they? The voices in his head? Sure. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter because he listens. What? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. This is one of the things that would make him great because my thing is please stop forcing us the fans who love you to watch you get knocked out <laughs> over and over again. 
I'm serious. Please stop. Please, I'm asking you. As someone who loves you, I love you. Platonically. But now, he retires effective December 29, 2010. I don't, uh, for some reason, I don't feel like that's his last fight. He would assume the role of vice president of business development in the UFC. Wait, Chuck Liddell. Now, I love Chuck Liddell. Vice president. He went to Cal Poly and graduated. He did. He graduated. But I am not sure I would even hire myself as VP of business development. Well, one. One, he's not. And two, Dana White is. He should be, like, vice president of insert anything related to fighting. I mean, unless it was, like, vice president of the United States where you don't actually do anything or make any decisions. That would be one of the best. If he was like a talent acquisition manager or talent acquisition president, I think he'd be good at that because he's a fighter. Yeah, exactly. He knows, he exactly. Knows what's good and what isn't. He he knows who has it and who doesn't. Uh, yeah. First of all, anybody's better than Dana White. But but this is like us hiring Goldberg to be our vice president of advertising. Oh, why is so Goldberg gonna be like? You know who really matters in his business? Me. Yeah. And Dana White. Yeah. He's and spearing people who would help us for the product. Yeah, it's a problem. Well, Dana White's actually the real superstar of the UFC. Of course. By the way, he does all of his interviews and makes sure he tells everybody how important he is to the business. Now, I've got an important question for you. And this is a debatable question. So uh, you got to, you know, come with the argument. Who do you think Liddell's toughest opponent was in his career? Dana White. (laughs) That is a good fucking answer. I'm serious, by the way. That's a good answer. Because um, I'm not saying Dana White's in, in charge of who retires or doesn't. What I'm saying is Dana White's in charge of who gets the money, who gets the fights, who's fighting who, and who he's sending off into a sunset. Yeah. Because Dana White's always been in that position. Dana White's a person who picks who's champion and who's not. By the way, he strips people. I'm not naming names, where he strips people indiscriminately and anybody else commits any crimes, lets them hold it. Dana White's the person who decides what drug test, who fails what comes out, or who's injured. We have plenty of stories of people being injured and or not, because capitalism is based on deceiving the public, which Dana White does a very good job of. He has literally a 20, 20, 25-year history of it he does the way i see it dana white is not just the best con man of all time but he's my hero and chuck liddell's biggest enemy because chuck liddell probably a lot farther off if dana white didn't end his career dana white would be one of his probably larger enemies if he didn't hire him (laughs) if he were knocking the fuck out (laughs) the last thing I chose the interview. What what interview? Liddell oh, oh versus no. the interview. Oh, so oh no. in March 2007. Oh, I don't know about this. The Iceman oh. did an interview with Good Morning Texas. Oh, that no. Liddell that, falls asleep in the middle of the interview. Wait, oh, yeah. what? Yeah, Whoa. He falls asleep in the middle of it. Oh, Chuck. The reason Chuck, given sure. was he was ill and had taken a lot of sedatives the night before. 
Oh yeah, that makes me fall asleep in the morning or or afternoon. And I was thinking back on this, and I was like, I think they said he had pneumonia, but I was trying to think of what pneumonia is treated with sedatives, uh, <laughs> and I couldn't come up with any. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> I could come up with any. Okay. Okay, Cal. Better excuse. Sedatives for pneumonia or narcolepsy? <laughs> narcolepsy. Right. He's the Iceman. He moves at a slow speed. If you, you don't talk fast enough, he can't narcolepsy. keep up. Know what you can prove? Sedatives, Sedatives from, pneumonia. from pneumonia. Right. What? <laughs> but anyway. Hey there. My name is <laughs> Dr. Jack Kevorkian. And I treat I treat pneumonia with Ambien and vodka. <laughs> Take two of these and a liter of these, and you'll be better in the morning. Or wrapped around a tree. It's gonna be a last nap. <laughs> but given all of this, given all of this, Kit, he had a pretty decent career inside the ring and a pretty decent career outside too. We're, we're gloss over him absolutely because i want him to gloss over my pneumonia that was treated with sedatives you said the interview hey the chocolate girl how do you gonna prepare for a next baby <laughs> oh look his foot's moving like he's a doggy i believe the question he fell asleep on was who are you gonna fight next oh good Hey, you're gonna fight next. Who actually retires? But he didn't. He retired anyway. Well, GSP actually retired, so there's that. Yeah. So all in all, he did have a good, decent career, and he didn't have a bad career outside the ring too, which is important. He was never arrested for coke or assault, or had multiple domestic disturbances. He also had That's never right. been behind on child support payments to multiple women, unlike I, LeBron James. LeBron fucking wait, what's Thank that, you. Muscadine Betty? Wait, what? wait, what? Shouldn't you be on Thanksgiving break? Hold on now, Muscadine. Wait, you saying wait. LeBron James didn't do those things? Head of HR. We have an HR oh. department. <laughs> wait, what? I am not okay with this. Cal, when did this happen? We are the HR department. I um, thought so. Made, what the? F- are you trying to say LeBron did those things? That's bullshit. That is. Well, still, either uh, way, still. America, don't listen to her. The Iceman had no legal trouble. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I guess I should have skimmed farther down in the script. Well, we gotta make sure we, uh, LeBron James, uh, just for lawyers' purposes, didn't do those things. Also, can we skip over this? Is this is it possible? October 11, twenty one. Oh, you're naming a date. Oh, oh no, I don't like this. I don't like where it's going. You name a date. The Iceman was arrested. Oh no. And thawed out for domestic violence. You said when? Two thousand when? October eleventh, twenty twenty one. Oh, this is recent. Recent. Oh no, he was so close. Close. The issue oh. was described as a cross complaint. Quote unquote cross complaint. Well, okay. So, so there's hope. Accusing each other. There's hope. Yeah, there's hope. Okay. Liddell and his wife accuse each other of being the aggressor in a quote okay. minor domestic violence incident. Quote. Can, can I uh I want to pray real quick here? Pray. Chuck. Chuck, Chuck listen to me in the, the past. Chuck in the past. Uh, uh, was it Thanksgiving Day? One or two months ago in the past. Please don't be a dick. 
I am doing my best to defend you. Besides that one part. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Tell me about All right. So the thing here is, I guess if you're going to pick like a party to arrest between a wife and an Iceman, you're going to arrest the Iceman. I guess it's protocol. Well, first of all, because men, especially white men, especially white men from California who look like they're from North Carolina, <laughs> are discriminated against every single no, day. They are. And this is a perfect example because his wife, Heidi, had no visible injuries. None. Exactly. Now, that's a problem. So Chuck didn't do anything. Liddell had a slight red mark on his cheek. Good. And a small right. red mark near his chest. Okay. I'm not sure where his, near his chest it specifies, but near that, his chest. That means he didn't do anything. So it would appear that, like, I guess Liddell, for lack of better phrasing, was unable or unwilling to deploy his counter-punching strategy. But that means he's innocent, right? You would think. You would think. So then they, they, they uh, interview his daughter, the Ice Girl. Oh, no. The Ice no, Girl is interviewed. Don't yes. interview the kids. Don't yeah. interview the kids. So she says that she saw her parents pushing each other, but was not each around. Other. Yeah, okay. she wasn't right. around okay, cool. for when the referee gave out the pre-fight instructions or to see who started the bout. <laughs> she wasn't around for any of that. that. She, she that. wasn't around for any of that. So What are you doing? Because why were having a weigh-in fight? They were, right. So they were having a catchweight bout. But the issue is here, though, is that neither side threw in the towel. So I think this goes to the no contest for both of their records. Well, no contest. There's no marks on her. I, I'd say, I'd say, uh, don't interview a daughter. Please don't interview a daughter. Please don't. But they because did pushing anyway. Pushing each other still means he did something. So the issue is that the police responded in the early morning of October 11th, 2021. And they responded because there was a report of domestic disturbance. That could be anything. That could be right. anything. It could be. So they somehow determined that there had been a physical altercation, I guess because Liddell had marks on him, and then Liddell was taken into custody on a charge of domestic battery. Fine. What confuses me is the official report citing marks on him, none on her, and both stating that the other is the aggressor, but he was taken away. But again, I guess you take away the ice well, man, right? Well, once again, this is America. And, and first of all, I, uh, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say, because I, uh, if you're a, a professional fighter, you're a professional fighter, and your daughter says both your parents are pushing each other, mm -hmm. you cannot do that if you are a professional fighter. I'm sorry that... Fair your, or not, right? Your reality, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about fair. But he did stand there when and get I, beat up because he had marks on him I, and she had none on her. What I'm talking about is your reality. Right, but I'm saying she, he had marks on him and her but none on her. That's just too fucking bad, Chuck Liddell. I'm just saying. Your though, reality. But if he didn't put marks on her, then maybe he wasn't actually whoa, whoa, whoa. shoving her. Yeah, for what we, what we can see. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. However, your daughters are saying that you 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 guys are pushing each other and each other aggressive. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chuck Liddell, your reality is that you got to be, I'm sorry, I get it, she hits you, you gotta walk away, pimp. He needs that, to walk away faster. That is your reality. It is. Now, Cal, you see what I'm saying here, though? I do. I'm not, I'm not saying, look, we, we get what's right and wrong. What I'm saying is, this is your reality. Yeah, but either way, 
he was released on twenty thousand dollars bond, so not okay, a big bond. Cool, not for him. All yeah, right. So, um, so and then you, get it? you didn't do it. We you didn't do it, Chuck. Yeah. We're well, no, but he was he was released on bond, so they're investigating. All they're right, they're cool. gonna do they're, they're do the job. They're gonna investigate. Yeah. All right. But a few all days right. later, the uh, L.A. County District Attorney's Office dropped the charges. All right. Cool. Citing lack of evidence, right. and then so and then quote the arresting officer concurs quote. Wait, what? 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 I don't like know, but false arrest. Thing. The thing is, is given the fact that this was a house show in a dark match, it wasn't recorded. So who really knows what happened? Um, what I do know, you can't just slip that dark match in there. Just all <laughs> willy nilly. Oh, I got to. <laughs> what I do know is that this was an effort to besmirch one of the greatest champions of all time by the leftist, socialist, abstractionist, technologist, Phlebotomist, 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 abolitionist, bassoonist, bioethicist, yes. left-wing collaborative, led more. by the destructive duo of who? Hillrod and LeBron James. LeBron James. The destroyer LeBron James. You missed a few. Don't forget, exhibitionist, hedonist, flautist, flautist, we gotta stop them. Yeah, stop. We do. All they the need time. to be stopped. Uh, Zionist. Hedonist. Hedonist. Uh, voyeurist. Voyeur. Voyeurist. Yeah, sure. Yeah, or, or right. I don't know. They're voyeurs, but voyeurismist. Voyeurist. Uh, voyeurist. We're a voyeurist. Don't forget the Quakers, and most importantly, like you said, the phlebotomists. I knew Chuck Liddell was innocent. We I did. Knew Chuck Liddell was innocent. But what we do know is that international semi-legal mammal fighting specialist and the 2017 all-around scumbag winner Dana White is currently in talks with Heidi Liddell about a UFC contract. I'm sorry. What's that? Uh, I, I need to hear that a second time. Talk, talk to who? Heidi Liddell, his wife. The wife. Yeah. I'm sorry. About what? Probably about a UFC contract because we know Dana White's has gone back. Dana White took. Okay, look, Heidi, my own goddamn business. You know, sit, sit your corner. Okay, uh, Chuck Liddell, the charges were dropped. The charges were dropped, and Chuck, pick your fights, pick your battles, pimp. Please don't push your wife in front of your daughter. This is how you get falsely accused of things. Except you probably did. But that's okay. You hit her. That is not okay. Don't push your wife. Don't push your wife. But don't push your wife. Don't but also, wife. charges were dropped. Charges were dropped. So right. he doesn't have a record. You should probably, uh, I don't know, hit Rampage Jackson a little bit more. A little bit more. Because I hate him and you lost, <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> Any final thoughts before I give my final thoughts? One. Fuck Rampage Jackson. That's my Agreed. first final thought. Fuck him. He hangs out with LeBron James. He's, he, I'm not kidding. He is a terrible human being. He is a terrible He's human a terrible being. Terrible human being. Terrible. Secondly, John Jones is a really good fighter. And I don't really see the whole problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean? I mean, he's a terrible human being, but a good I fighter. get the ape index thing. I get it. And I hate Unfair. him for that. I hate him for that. But it's not like he, like, or lost anybody or anything. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that John Jones is a black shirt, okay? Yes. But he's also a really, really good fighter. And um, 
You know, Chuck Liddell didn't do nearly the bullshit that John Jones did, and we don't give Chuck Liddell enough credit. We don't. We don't give him enough credit. Change your haircut. You look a fucking asshole, Chuck. <laughs> you look a dick. <laughs> a freshly shaped penis. Anyway. Wait a minute. Hold on now. He's from Huntington Beach. TRT's from Huntington Beach. No, he's from, uh, he's not from Huntington Beach. His nickname is the bad boy from Huntington Beach. Yeah, no, that's, that's Tito Ortiz. That's not Chuck Liddell. Oh, where's yeah. he from? Oh, Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara. Santa yeah, Barbara. no. Okay. Oh, wait, so, that's close, though. Yeah, they're right? close, which is funny, also. But anyway. So, my final thoughts. Being a lucrative champion takes a lot. And being champion doesn't always mean lucrative. You have to know how to be lucrative. And so, we all know that money is not the most important thing. Oh, except Dana White. Sorry. Okay, so money is the most important thing. But Chuck Liddell was one of the best. Yes. But he could have had more. Yes. One of the reasons Chuck Liddell wasn't as lucrative as perhaps say mcgregor is because he didn't broaden his fights to include fans yes. old men and buses <laughs> all of whom mcgregor was undefeated against now this is important you also have to know when to stop and i cannot express this enough and i know what you're thinking you're saying cal mcgregor did stop it was almost a year and a half before he defended his title yes but he, if he had stopped harder he would have never lost it. He is. That's the truth. I only speak in truths. He is undefeated against old men. You, <laughs> you can't lose what you don't defend. You can't lose your title in unsanctioned matches against unsuspecting fans or the elderly. You can't do it. True. You, you, he hasn't lost to buses. He's not lost to a bus. Since he was champion, okay? Oh my gosh. Championship man. advantage is not about you winning, it's about them losing. McGregor finally defended his title against Khabib oh. in UFC 20, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 229, I think it was, where he lost by choke. Oh now, this was a little surprising to us UFC fans, considering McGregor has a brown belt in BJJ, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, under Kavanaugh. But he should have stopped shortly after winning the title. I mean, he evaded being stripped of his title despite several felony charges. You have to know the right time to find the line and triple jump over it and the right time to stop. And always remember, truth or tots, don't punish them for what they did. Exonerate them for what they were trying to do. Oh my God. This is the great, that's the greatest ending I've ever heard of all time. Why did you even let me go first? That was fantastic. It was fun. How you about done yourself? It was fun. You about done yourself? I, 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 I can't, dude. I'm so impressed. It was fun. You had a good time. That, that was, that's incredible. Yeah. One, truth or not. Two. And getting undefeated against not just like people who can't defend themselves. <laughs> no, against inanimate objects also. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That injured people. Yes. Because of its actions. That's how you win. That's fantastic. <laughs> how you win. Clearly. Oh my God, that's wonderful. Man, Cal, you brought it today. And we're still under. Two hours. Fantastic. I can't believe this. We did good. 
cow. Like, yo, the MVP is you. No. No, yeah. It, you just tilted your head to the left and looked down a little bit. Like, like, yeah, you know, like uh, arrogant heroes do. I love it. You're the best. I learned from Dana White. Boy, I, uh, I know I'm Republican, but I gotta tell you, I, uh, ooh, Dana White. <laughs> Dana White. He's, he's gonna get his own episode one day. He is. Oh, uh, man, I, uh, Man, I love being a satire parody show because uh, no one can sue us over this. No. Right? No. Which is why you can say things like Hulk Hogan's a cut. Yeah. But, you know, satire. Right. Even though it's objective. It is objective. Yes. He's objectively a cunt. He is objectively a cunt. Multiple, uh, multiple labia. That's right. And first of all, you know that we mean it because one... You and I, Cal, are great people. Two, look at our spouses over there. Over there. Spouses. One has headphones on, so, you know. That's fine. Most important spouses. That's right. All right. Your headphones on, playing your games. Whatever. Beautiful. You know what? Doesn't matter. Cal, you brought it today. I really appreciate I love it when you do these kinds of things. Yeah, we got to do this more often. I had fun. You got to do this more often. You got to do this more I'm often. You, when you lead the way, we, we, I mean, it's, it's great. Had a good time. I got to give you a little break from time to time. I mean, good. Like, seriously, Thanksgiving. And yeah. uh, as always, we just two for a day. Uh, yeah. USFL and Chuck Liddell. I, I learned yes, a man. lot about Chuck Liddell, which I did not even know. I really appreciate it. No problem. But seriously, I'm thankful for you. Not just who you are. And not just, um, uh, not, I don't just thank you for who you are in my head. I thank you for who you are as a person. Who you are in my head is immensely better than who you are as a person. And I appreciate that. Because who you are as a person is, 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 is only is mediocre. Border, yeah, it's yeah. borderline if I, yeah. on my good days. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm shit. I know I'm not good at all. But you look at know. me. You look at me and you uh, treat me like, I'm an actual person. You are. And I really do appreciate that, Cal. Yeah. Yeah. You're an actual person. You're far okay. better than me. Looks like we're actually brothers, and I love you very much. Yeah. I love you too, bro. And you're better than me, so. Uh, yeah, of course I am. Certainly smarter. <laughs> we talked about this. Don't be a fucking asshole, you fucking asshole. You're the only person who doesn't think you're smarter than me. I don't know. Me included. Dad loves me more. That is also true. It's not true at all. That is totally true. (laughs) It's not true at all. Completely true. Oh, no. Somebody's going to die in our family. I'm going to get blamed for it. No. She keeps telling me. And nobody thinks she's... She keeps telling me. And I'm like, yo, stop it. She calls me. I'm like, don't call me. Don't call me. Don't text me. I'm not saying nothing. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm saying it's really really, hard. It's Info Sports Now. Check us out for whatever the fuck I do next. I promise I will do more videos in January. I'm going to get to Aaron Rodgers here in a little bit. I love you guys very much. I love you too, Cal. My Thanksgiving is thanks to all of you for anybody who listens to this. I love you guys very much. Good night. Good night.